Hi. God, it's so awkward. Sorry. I don't, I never know how to start these fucking things. Um, whatever. I broke the ice. You're in. You're in, fuckers. Um, couple things before we get going. The third annual New England Am is about a week away. Uh, I'll take you through the schedule. So, Saturday, November 5th, we are waking up, and we're going to the skate park early, and we're going to, there's going to be the 14 and under division and the 15 and over division, and they're going to battle it out. It's going to be a full day of shredding, and then that night, we're going to head to Gallery X in New Bedford, Mass, for 8.30 p.m., and we're going to show our second full-length video for All I Need. Uh, I'm really excited for this, man. It's been two years in the making. Uh, I don't want to say too much. You'll be able to see it, but all the dudes on the team have a full part. Uh, and I'm I'm fucking proud and hyped that we are putting out our second video. It's tripping me out. Uh, and then immediately after the video, so I think we got the venue from 8.30 to 9.30. And we're going to show other videos prior to the All I Need one. Um, the homie Dan McGrath and some of the local filmers are going to show some trailers and other videos as well. So it'll be cool. And then immediately after the premiere, we're going to head down to No Problemo, which is literally just down the road. And uh, we got Narragansett Beer to sponsor our party. So there's going to be a deal on Gansett and uh, music and skate videos. And everyone from the event should be hanging out. So it's going to be a good first day. And then on Sunday, the next day, immediately, assuming you don't have a gnarly hangover from uh, hanging out at No, no Prob, uh, we're going to head to the skate park early. And we're going to do the skate shop qualifiers. So we got over 20 shops coming. And they're going to battle it out for top shop. And we're going to do the qualifiers and then the finals. And we're going to dwindle it down until we have the top shop for this year. And then we're going to do the snowman bowl jam, which uh, we got cash prize. So just going to break up 20s, 50s, and 100s. And anyone who wants to get in and throw down might walk away with some cash. Should be excited. Um, and last but not least, uh, I want to talk about World Industries. Uh, my pro shoes dropping. They said October. It's the end of the month, though. So I don't know. But I hit up my homie Colin today, and he said it's coming. And uh, I'll keep you guys posted on that. I'm really excited to share it with you. Uh, we worked hard on it, man. I'm excited to skate the shoe again. Uh, we I skated it in stages because they sent me the sample, skated it, made changes. They sent me another sample, a little updated, skated it, made some more changes, fixed it up, and now uh, the final product's coming. I'm really excited to skate it and share it with you guys, so I'll keep you posted on that. Uh, and today's guest is my good friend, Bill Ryan, and uh, he's just a cool-ass dude. So, enjoy. Peace. I just love the skating and the scene. Rain, rain, go away. All I need is a skateboard today. Board today. Board today. This is the Shetler Show featuring professional skateboarder, podcaster, and All I Need skate founder, Anthony Shetler. So everyone was, it was hot. Everyone was doing it. Yeah, they're looking for their dad's fucking metal skateboards in the garage. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, yeah. Get on this thing. <laughs> Each episode brings you amazing discussions with interesting people from all walks of life. Kind of when skateboarding clicked for me and you learn some tricks or whatever and you get that appreciation from your peers, you know, the other skaters are like, holy shit, like, yeah, dude, that's rad. Admiration. Yeah, yeah the admiration or the, the affirmation. Real. Recognize real. If I didn't experience those crazy moments in my life, then these great moments would never be as great as they have been. Honestly, like for me, I just loved it. Like I saw those dudes, 
videos, I saw these videos, and I was like, holy fuck, this is sick. Yeah. This is what I want to do. Let's start with where you, where are you at? It looks like a basement. Yeah, yeah. I'm in my anchor headquarters, aka my basement. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. That's where I spend like half my life, either in my basement or in my bed. That's awesome. And you said it it snowed. You're in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got the first snowfall today. It like accumulated in all these little spots, and like I'm in like a depression now. <laughs> motherfucker, right? <laughs> We're not that far apart, though. You're like two hours yeah. or what? Two hours, maybe? Yeah, yeah. When I've gone to the park, it's been like two hours to edge. That means the snow's coming my way. Probably, yeah. Yeah, you said it's raining there. God damn it. On its way, dude. It's over. You're done. <laughs> Do you snowboard at all? Uh, I go like a couple times a winter, maybe, but nothing like crazy. Yeah. It's like too much work. It's like a lot of like getting there and like buying a lift ticket and gotta have all like the right shit it's i don't know rather just like step out my door and go skate yeah i'm with you i don't really snowboard much because i don't know how to bail on a snowboard because i never do it so like oh yeah i'm super scared i'm like if i hurt myself snowboarding i'm gonna want to yeah. hang myself you know yeah yeah jesus christ <laughs> yeah like yeah no go ahead oh yeah my wife is into it so like if she wasn't didn't want to go a couple times i would probably never go Oh, rad. Sick. Yeah. How long you been married? Uh, three years. How Can I ask how old you are? Uh, 20, just turned 28. Crushing it, dude. Good for you. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, we've been together for like 10. We were, we were together in high school. Wow, sick. Yeah, yeah. Did you do like a big wedding or anything? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was huge. Sick. Like, like 160 people. It was, it was crazy. I've been engaged for like years now. <laughs> yeah, gotta pull the trigger. Everyone just keeps being like, when are you going to marry her? When are you going to marry her? I'm like, I don't know. She's having fun. I'm having fun. Like, let's slow it down. <laughs> you don't need the government to tell you that you're married. <laughs> That's true. Is there any benefits? Or are you? Is it working your favor at all? Uh, she's got good insurance that I'm on. Nice. Other I mean, that, we've just been, like, we were living together for a while, you know? So it was never, like, any different. Everyone's like, you know, the first, like, six months after, everyone's like, how's married life? Well, how's married life? And I'm like, dude, it's the same as it was yesterday, man. It's not a big, it's cool. How, all right, what about kids? Any kids? Nah, nah, we got time on that. For damn, for damn sure you do. Take your time, bro. Yeah. We're taking the first, my first like adult step of like buying a real car tomorrow, I think. Whoa, what are you looking at? Ford Fusion. Sounds nice. Yeah, they're cool. It's like, we've always had old shitty cars. Like I've never had a car that wasn't 12 years old, you know? Yeah. So finally able to like get something that's halfway decent. My truck shit the bed a couple weeks ago, so we've just been looking and trying to do it right, you know. That's sick. That's a life hammer. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't yeah. do skate hammer, so I might as well do a life one. <laughs> Take whatever you can get at this point. I'd be stoked. Um. Okay. Well, I got a list of things here I wanted to ask, but we're gonna start at yeah. start off at the top. What's right. like the first skate memory you had like the first time you remember finding skateboarding or seeing skateboarding what turned you on uh, uh you know what like i was thinking about this because i knew you were gonna ask and like i always love reading interviews with guys that have 
like the good skate story but like i'm now of that generation where it's like my neighbor got the video game nice like the skateboard video game and then i only played it like once though and i was like oh i just want to go do that like for real yeah so and then we all kind of we all just got skateboards somehow like like shitty walmart boards you know yeah and then it just went from there it went from like pushing mongo like when i first started <laughs> oh man you and just then, let the whole world know <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know i didn't know anything and then you know just like building shitty ramps like janky ramps in the front of the house that would break like every third every third time you'd hit it and we just kind of went from there what video game was it was it uh what it was it? yeah it was like the first tony hawk game oh sick yeah, yeah, that, yeah i played I'm that i played that a little bit it was pretty fun yeah I'm not really yeah. that big into like um, video games. Yourself? Nah, not really. Fine. I think the guy the Nintendo 64 was my last video game thing. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that that one was cool. They had Zelda for that. I played. That. Yeah. <laughs> that. Yep. I liked Bubble Bobble too. You ever played that one? That was regular Nintendo. No. Oh, and I didn't have it. I'm a little older than you. I'm 30. I'll be 34 this month. God okay. damn it! Damn. It. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was like a, I was like eleven, I think. Wow, that's sick. That's yeah. funny that you're the generation that got in because of the video game. I know, I know. It's like it's it hurts to say sometimes because like I love talking shit on people for like anything, and I'm like, oh, I have the video game thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good. It'll, it'll keep you humble. It'll keep you humble every time you want to talk shit. You can just be like, oh god, video yeah. games got me into skateboarding. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. It hurts. It really does. <laughs> All right, well, then the video game got you in, got you shredding. Somehow you magically yep. got boards. What about, like, skate the skate world? What about, like, magazines, videos, like... Yeah, everything? my my neighbors, like, stole my best friend, my friend Drew. We started skating together. He lived across the street, and he got Thrasher first. Sick. And then that was, like, you know, you start reading that, and then I got the Maple video, Black Cat. Yes. Had, like, Dave Coyne and Jerry Sue had, like, this crazy, crazy part. Charlie Wilkins and, was killed. Yeah. <laughs> amazing and all these all these like really other good dudes who's um louis barletta louis barletta's part gnarly oh it was so good he skated to billy joel or flute mac or something those those songs are in there i can't remember where they were in the video though yeah and, i was just, uh, i was just talking to westgate and he brought up the black yeah. cat video too which is funny oh no shit super oh, hyped yeah. on it <laughs> yeah hey, Crazy. he's like my age right um brandon i, I should say i'm his age yeah <laughs> we guys yeah. are each other's age for sure yeah because he's, like, my brother's age, so he's, like, yeah, yeah, a couple years back, for sure. Yeah. You met him? No, uh, at the contest. Just, like, oh. a handshake and a what's up. Sick. Yeah. Yeah, he's the man. Yeah, he's super nice. <laughs> but yeah, and then, like, I remember when Sorry came out, that one, like, changed my life. The flip? Like, I've, I've always said, yeah, the flip video. Like, when I saw Ali Bulala's part, I was like, oh, you can do it like that, too? <laughs> <laughs> And that was like that was it. And then like I've never I've never been the same since. You can do it like that too, meaning you can wear like pirate blouses and like just like <laughs> drop off a of roofs and like just do. Yeah, I never. Yeah, I was. I was like, oh, so like, what? I didn't even know who Johnny Rotten was when that video came out. Yeah, <laughs> and then that got me into like all the music I listened to and like just skating different, not having a skate like the same shit that everyone else skates. That's kind of what it got me into. Yeah, that's rad. That yeah. video was sick. I really enjoyed that video too. Oh yeah, I could like close my eyes and like watch the whole video in my head. We, like wore out the VHS tape. <laughs> oh yeah, VHS. You're VHS as well. Is that yeah, even? I, 
I got a handful. That's not even a thing anymore. DVDs aren't going to be a thing anymore either. What the fuck? Yeah. Whoa. Did you hear that? Yeah, what, what happened there? Uh, my wife dropped something upstairs. <laughs> she made it on the show. <laughs> nice. Good for her. Good for her. Um, that's sick. So I see the shelving in the bag. Yeah. Would you just pick up some shelving from like uh, Walmart or something? Uh, Home Depot. Nice. Nice. Yeah, they like fit boards perfectly. That's and sick. Use on all that shit. Yeah. Red, because I was I was looking at that because I have this spare bed, this spare room. It's like it used to be a garage, but I want to convert it into like just like an a skate space, like a podcast thing. When like put put some shelving and stuff. That shelving looks sick. Yeah, fucking Home Depot, like forty bucks for big, tall, six foot shelves. They're sick. Not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. What are we having to drink there? Uh, Miller Lite. Nice. Is that what you go? Uh, that's your go-to? No, not at all. It was left over. It was left over from a party, so I needed something to calm the nerves. What do you get into normally? <laughs> uh, when I can afford good IPAs, I drink those. Ooh, that's not like an, every other guy who thinks he knows about craft beer. But yeah, those are good. Or like you know, like the PBR, Budweiser, or whatever. Nice. Yeah, I like a. I like a blue moon. I don't know. Is that weird? Yeah. yeah no, I, no. <laughs> I like a Gansett. Gansett's yeah, good as fuck. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, blue moon, Gansett, those are usually my two options. Yep. Um, we were talking a little bit before. What, what are you doing for work right now? Uh, I work for an industrial supply company. So like I'm on the road for them doing sales. So I get to like go to all these construction companies and places that like manufacture stuff and like I basically just walk in the door and like we have, we're lucky to have good relationships with a lot of them. So I, I'm kind of at that point where I can just walk in and be like, Hey, what do you guys need today? Yeah. Rather than having to like be a douchey salesman and like, so I see you guys need the bubble, whatever. And like, just feel like a total scumbag, you know? So it, it's, it's kind of sick. It's barely sales. Like I, when I have to go to like new places, I just tell them like, I'm not really a salesman. I just know you need shit and I have it. So do you want it? What and kind then, of, like, what, sorry, to cut, sh- sorry to cut yeah. you off, but what kind of places do you go to? Like, what industrial equipment? Um, we work with a lot of companies that, like, do big glass installations for, like, new construction. Nice. Like, the area that we're in, like, Southern Connecticut, they do a lot of, um, there's, like, there's a lot of that down there. Just regular construction companies, building buildings. And then we have some manufacturing, everything from, like, companies that make, like, circuit boards to, like, just bigger shit. It's pretty cool. A lot of like manu- like job sites or um, job shops where like a company says we need you to make this metal thing for us. Yeah, and then they just make them and they buy the shit from us. Nice. Yeah, it's cool. It's good. It's something that doesn't you know totally suck working you know nine to five. Yeah. Yeah. And, and since you don't have to really, you, like you said, it's not like a complete sales job. You kind of got the good relationships. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and we get to just, like, kind of walk in the door and, like, shoot the shit with some guys and hang out. One of the dudes that I work with at, like, my biggest account skates, so we just, like, talk about skating half the time, then he gives me an order, and then I go. Sick. So it's, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> That's right. Well, I wanted to ask about that because I really wanted to get into, like, your passion side. Like, what – because you, yeah. you got brands on the side. You're involved in skateboarding. Um, how did that come to be? Like, it started with Anchor? Yeah. Sick. Yeah, it was, it was funny. I was thinking about that, and I think – Today might be four years ago when I started started Anchor. When wow. I came up with the idea, it was right before Halloween, because like it was getting dark early, it was getting cold, it was getting wet outside, and I'm sitting around like you know another fucking winter trying to figure out 
what to do. And like, I always, when I was a kid, like we always would have like little skate crews and like write like the, like a team thing on our board or whatever. Hell yeah. And like, I was always the one instigating that shit. <laughs> so it just came down to like, I could, I could actually like invest a few dollars and like start a company. Yeah. And I didn't want to do like another board company right off the bat. Cause like, you know, it's like, it's so saturated. It's tough. You know what I mean? And excuse me, beer. And, um, so I figured I was looking at it and like, I have access to like really good hardware from, from work. Oh, nice. That's where the yeah. stars lined up. Yeah. <laughs> I was already using it like for, for my own shit. I was already, like, I was, I needed hardware and I just grabbed it from work and it was really good. And I was like, I bet I could do this and like anchor, you know, anchor hardware, anchoring your shit together. And then it just kind of took off from there. Okay. Got some shirts and yeah, I knew a couple guys that had shops. Actually, really, it was just the guys at day one. Carrie? And, uh, yeah, Carrie. Hell yeah. And, you know, it was Jeff beforehand. And then Carrie bought in and then eventually took it over. Is that sound in the back going to kill you? Can you no, hear it's it's fine. I can hear it, but it's no worries at all. Um, the hot water heater. So how the the name though Anchor Hardware? Did you just yeah. you just came up with that or did, is that yeah. associated with some? Dude, honestly, no. It's just like a thing. I just thought of it. I have like little company idea names in my head, and like that one just seemed to fit the best. And like I always love like the anchor image. Yeah. So I figured I could make something cool with that. How did you also, did you um? Can you draw? Not at all. I'm terrible. But <laughs> I'm lucky to have really good friends that are artists. So my friend Ricky Borscher, he's a tattoo artist. He skates for Anchor, and he drew the two main Anchor logos. Rad. Yep. It's good to know people that can draw, for sure. Yeah. I drew, like, really shitty renditions of them and then sent it to him. And I was like, can you make these look real? And then he, like, he hooked me up. He's the best. So looking back now that you said it's been four years, if you went back to your first stuff, can you see, like, What's the what's it look like like the first t shirt design to now? Like uh it looks exactly the same as the one I have today. Oh uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, I just because I had that main shirt and I've just been changing the colors on it. Oh sick. And then I did a couple like other ones. I did that skated all shirt with like the anchor through the skull off the metallic album. Yeah, that one's sick. Friend, yeah, my friend Ryan Kelly came up with that on his own. And then I had another one, it was like a traditional tattoo style skull with like a dagger yep and my friend joe bando drew that one and those are two dudes whose art i've always loved they've been my friends forever and i just said draw anything you want i'm probably gonna love it and just use it ah, and that's exactly what happened i didn't tweak anything i didn't i was just like that's perfect we're doing it and then it, it, it was just went from there and so with anchor you started with hardware t-shirts and you got bearings as well right yeah, uh, I started doing bearings like a year ago, year and a half ago, and then I started doing grip around the same time, just like stamping out like the anchor die cut yep. out of it. Like I used to do them all by hand. I like bought a die, I went to Harbor Freight and like bought a bought like a hand press, and I just sit down here and just fucking crank out grip tape whenever <laughs> someone orders it. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> DIY. That's the way to do it. Yeah, dude. It's a lot of that, and it's a lot. I've probably counted to eight more times than anyone I've ever met in my whole life. <laughs> just packing hardware, just eight bolts, eight nuts, eight bolts, eight nuts. Like That's funny. Uh, yeah. So what made you, what What was the push to start the brand? Just to have the homies involved and have something cool? Because you're kind of like, that's yeah. that's like right around the recession a little bit, like four years ago. So, so what is it? 12. You, 
2012. Yeah, 2012. So were you just like, I want to do something that's with the homies and because that's it? Yeah, I just wanted to do something fun with my friends. That's awesome. Something something that could just kind of like look sick and be like my own thing. Like just just like put a stamp on it somehow, you know? Yeah. And then it just kind of grew from there. Shop for getting into it. And then I saw that people were kind of digging it. So I started reaching out to more shops and slowly but surely just kind of built it that way. Were you doing like cold calls? How were you get? How are you hitting the Yeah, job? pretty much, dude. <laughs> I actually, I still do. I like, I'll write out. I'm kind of busy now, so like I, I have it typed. But I was handwriting letters Damn. to shops like that I was super into. And just saying, like, hey, you know, like, I really like your shop. And it's, I wasn't bullshit. Like, I only sent it to shops that I was, like, really into. Like, Orchard and all the guys around here. Max Hesh, Solstice, Civil. Yeah. And I know I'm leaving ones out. Sorry, guys. And just, like, hey, you know, here's a couple of stickers. Here's our Instagram. You know, check it out. And it just kind of grew organically from there. It all started in New England. Yeah. That's it. Especially. Right. Yeah. This is going to be a weird question, but... uh because it always puts people on the spot. But who who are you hooking up right now with uh, Anchor? Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see if I can rattle these guys off without bumming anybody out. Uh, you. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, start at the top. Actually, let's uh, stop there. Let's stop yeah. there. <laughs> why me? Why me? I never had a chance to ask someone why me before. Oh, yeah. Now I do. Oh, yeah. Why not, dude? I, I like your skating. Hell yeah. <laughs> You're from New England. You live in New England. You know, everything that you kind of revolve around is pretty much base here yeah you know, positive dude i don't want shitheads on the team <laughs> good role. i mean it was you know it didn't really take a lot to figure out and like we have mutual friends so it was you know it was just something i wanted to do yeah i appreciate it dude when you when you hit me up and i saw yeah. the artwork and i saw the brand and everything i was like yeah this dude's hyped like let's do this yeah all right, moving along. Enough about me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we got Kevin Phelps and Granton. Kevin shreds. Kevin's so fucking gnarly, dude. He's the best. Yeah, I've always I follow him on Instagram, and every yeah. every other day some gnarly shit he posts. It's sick. Yeah, I know. It's unbelievable. Good dude um, to hook up. Yeah, Paul Collins in Massachusetts. Hell yeah. Yeah, Paul's such a ripper. Um, Nate Greenwood. Oh, another heavy Nate, hitter too. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Nate rules, man. I actually hit him up like a, a while back, and he was still getting stuff when 502 was, when those guys were doing 502 hardware. Yep. And then I was talking to, to Benny, who was running it, and he basically sent me that, told me that it was done, and I hit Nate back up, and I was like, dude, second try. I would definitely want to have you on, and he was super into it, and Sick. I've been super grateful to have him. He's, he's the best. So gnarly. Yeah, Coming he's... California, just he's, down that Sovereign company. It's so sick. Oh, he did? Sovereign? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Mikey Taylor's thing. It's really cool. It's like really, really cool looking boards. Yeah, I've seen it. That's cool. That I didn't know he got he got uh, he's involved. That's awesome. Yeah, he had a two page ad in the skateboard mag for it. Whoa, sick. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Um, okay. Anybody else that we're gonna mention? I don't want to uh, cut man, you off. Not Jason Ross. He was he's from Mass up, up your way. Yeah, up Jason. Yeah, he's he out to San Francisco now. Um, Bill Danforth. Yes. Nomad. Yeah. How did that come to be? Um, I've been I've known Jay Kelly, the guy who owns American Nomad Skateboards, for like almost ten years now. Um, just from going to his place for his annual cookout and like just through being around Connecticut, and you know him and Bill started American Nomad way back. Right. So I just got to know him from going there and talking to him, and 
I thought it would be sick to have him on the company, and he was stoked, so we did it. Yeah, that's yeah. so cool. And the signature tee, right? Yeah, the tee. We did, did, did this big print of like the big original drawing that Ricky also did. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. That's cool. That's a cool way. Uh, when, when was that? When did you do that? Um, when did he get on the team? Was it right in the beginning? Um. Yeah, pretty much. Like within the first year. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely. I feel like, like. Sorry. Sorry, I feel like he's like a legendary dude, so that would probably help oh, yeah. when you reach out to shops and be like, yeah, we have Bill involved, you know, like it's kind of cool. Yeah, for sure. Like a lot of the older guys that have shops were, were super into it, and like that was really helpful. And like he lived out in Detroit for a really long time, so like getting out into like that area, dudes were like, oh, fuck, you know, Bill Danforth, yeah, for sure, we'll, we'll check your stuff out. So, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's he's, right. He's, that's cool he was down. Yeah, he's got stories for days. <laughs> if you if you can get him on this, you better like pack a, another battery and like whatever you need. <laughs> oh. oh well, you might have to put me in touch because I think people would like to hear that. Might be able to. All right, we're gonna we're gonna take a we're gonna take an intermission here. We're gonna switch it up. So right. we're gonna take it away from here. We're gonna go into um. I want I might as well ask you about the Olympics because they're coming, and I've been asking people about it a lot on the show, and I just like to get other people's perspective. Yeah. Are you going to watch? Are you going to try out? <laughs> oh, well, I already bought my shorts, so nice. I'm ready to, like, get in. I got some good spandex. Red, white, and blue. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of joining Team Canada. Nice. Like, some country that doesn't have skateboarding, so I'd be the best dude there. <laughs> like, the best skateboarder for, like, the Nigerian bowl team or something. Oh, you'd kill you know? it. Yeah, you'd kill it. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, Do you... I don't know, man. It's I posted a thing at, like... Like, the day it was announced, like, everyone on Instagram was, like, you know, voicing their opinion on it. And I posted this photo with, like, a caption from Tony Hawk. Coming back again to Tony Hawk. Nice. Um, he said, like, the Olympics need skateboarding more than skateboarding needs the Olympics. Yeah. And that's kind of the way I, I, I felt about it. It's, like, it's just whatever. You know, it doesn't really affect how we're going to skate every day, hanging out with our friends. It's honestly just going to be something else to laugh at. Yeah. Because these dudes are going to have to wear a uniform, and it's going to be hilarious. The first <laughs> uniform in skateboarding is insane. <laughs> I kind of feel the yeah. same way, because it's going to be, yeah. it's only going to be every four years, too. You know what I mean? Like, right. People think, like, you know, it's in the Olympics, so now, but it's only every four years, and in those four years, we're still going to have to be skating and having fun and whatever, you know? Like, Maybe every four years it might just build hype for like people that don't know anything about skateboarding. They might get into it, you know, like. Yeah, and again, it's like I said, I can't talk too much shit because I got into skateboarding from a video game. So maybe dudes get into it from the Olympics. You know, some young kid they're watching it with their mom in between, you know, synchronized swimming and bocce or something. <laughs> you know, and they get psyched and they get aboard, and you know, it just goes that way. Yeah, it's gonna be strange though, definitely. Because yeah, it's gonna be like a like a freak show, like a sideshow. Yeah, for sure. And it's funny because, like, just like a generation ago, like, skateboarding so young is an industry and as as a whole. So it's crazy to, like, get it. The Olympics is a wild one. <laughs> I know. And it's like you kind of knew, like, when snowboarding got in for, for the winter stuff. Like, it was only a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, I mean, yeah. I wonder how that, that affected the snowboard industry if it did at all. I don't. I don't know. I don't think it really did yeah. i mean like dudes like sean white were so were stoked i guess but i don't really know 
Follow up question: If yeah. you had to pick a uh, one person to make it on the Olympic team, who are we going with? Oh my god! Uh, for 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 the good old USA? Sure. Oh yeah. I don't know. Um. I like that you're I taking want, it I serious. Say, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Please I do. Say, like Andy Roy right off the bat, because I heard, I heard other people say it, but that would be like super unoriginal. But, dude, but there was no way in hell Andy Roy's getting on the Olympics. We gotta be keep it in the realm of possibility. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Imagine Andy Roy; he would just be spitting at the other teams and shit. That's why I want him. <laughs> pure intimidation. No one would ever see it coming. <laughs> I mean, is he, like, can these dudes even pass a drug test? No. <laughs> like, they, they'd all have to, like, stop fucking smoking weed and drinking beers and hanging out and partying. Yeah. I don't know. I guess if you want to win, you got to get Nyjah, even though I'm not into, like, the street league, keeping track of your points thing. Yeah. But I guess that's going to be the guy. You know he's in it. Like, you know he's going to be there. Well, it's four years away, so as long as he's healthy, he's healthy, and he's, like, the fame didn't get to him too much, I think we'll yeah. be good. <laughs> It'll probably be some kid we haven't even heard of yet. Yeah, in true. Four years, you know what I mean? Some someone who's like fourteen now, who like might have some small shop sponsor, and then like within four years he's gonna get like a couple covers and then blow up, and then he's gonna be the guy. I doubt any. I wonder, like, do you think skateboarding will ever be in like school, like other organized sports? Like, do you think there'll be coaches and like, do you think it'll expand to that side? Like, with the Olympics embracing it and like it sinking into culture, like it is, do you think like it could ever like there could be different um, subsects, kind of? You know, like there's dudes going to school and they have to get good grades to make it on the skateboard team. Like, do you think that could happen? Like little league skating? Yeah, because like, I picture the Olympics. It's like going to yeah. be big money, and people are going to want to breed little fucking yeah. dudes to be on the Olympics. Like, I'm sure there's parents in California already plotting uh, it out. You know, like yeah, you hear about them, and it just makes your skin crawl. Do you think that would ever be possible? To, like it being in school and like having to get good, good grades and like little league and like I'll bet it's going to happen, but it I can't imagine it's going to stick. Because I don't think they really do that with snowboarding, and they've been in the Olympics for a while. True. And so I hope not, honestly, because that's not really skating. Yeah, it's strange. It's a perversion. It's, just, it's not. It's like, and I don't want to get too like shitty on it, but it's it's not. It's just not skating. The coach, there's someone telling you what to do. Like skating has that kind of like that whole thing of not being involved with that. You know, without sounding like everyone else, like, I got into skating because there were no coaches and all that shit. But it's true. It's why you do it. I mean, yeah. you know, you get to do your own thing. I quit the baseball team in middle school. What position you know, did you I, play? Second base. Yeah, I'd quit too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> second base is a power position. I was just kidding. I'm, I was a catcher, bro. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah? Yeah, I just loved it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I just couldn't. I was just sitting there one day and I was like, fuck, man, all my friends are skating right now. And I'm just like... Basically waiting there to go skate. Yeah. Yeah, like, that was it. Just uncomfortable with the jock strap on? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always wonder about that, though. But you're absolutely right. Like, the roots of skating, it kind of started as, like, as corny as it sounds, like Rebels. It started dysfunctional yeah. kids and people out on the street and, like, surfing culture. It wasn't anything around points and structure and, like, adults. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking around with your friends and, like, just having a good time, like the best parts of skating are like the parts that are like in between 
actually skating sometimes. Yeah. Like, obviously, skating and doing something new or something that scares the shit out of you at first is super rad, and, like, that's why you keep skating. But, like, you don't get to, like, join a basketball team and, like, just fuck around with your friends for hours at a time in a parking lot or go to a park and just talk shit. Yeah. Like, there is no... You just do whatever the fuck you want. You know, we just did a trip for Andrew's bachelor party. He's getting married next week, and we were in Maine just sitting around a campfire every night just drinking and laughing and skating all these like super rad spots up there rubello andrew rubello yeah yeah nice yeah and we had the best fucking time ever it was that's what all those trips always are like you never come back from a trip like that whether it's like a weekend or a week and like you're always just so depressed when it's over yeah you know it's like you don't get that with other shit yeah i'm never like that after practice ever (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly you don't come back like oh it was so fucking awesome like yeah and it's funny like if you're not on the team in a sport you're like the fucking water boy the towel guy you're the fucking cheerleader like in skating there's like (laughs) in skating there's like filmers photographers artists there's just the homies that bring hype and they're just like fun to skate with and like yeah it's more loose goose there's uh, less rules skating is way better than all the bullshit. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's the other thing, too, with sports. Like, if you don't make the team, like, you're just done. Yeah. That's it. Like, you can just go skate as be as shitty as you want or as good as you want. And it's That's just it. And, like, you know, like, it's the only thing where it's not weird for me to, like, hang out with, like, a 17-year-old and a 45-year-old, like, together and, like, get in a car and go somewhere. And, like, it's it, anything else, like, they're calling the cops on you, like the Jared Fogle or something. You know, it's... <laughs> It's not the same shit. You brought up the Subway guy, dude. His wife, his wife is suing Subway. Yeah, you, you current events, bro. Current she events. She knew. <laughs> how Get are you married? Yeah, how are you married to that creep yeah. and not know? Jesus, oh. he looks like a pedophile too. Yeah, I know. I don't know why. He just maybe that I know it, and now it's just cemented. But I see him a right. Lot. Oh, God <laughs> damn it! You never expect that guy. I know. Do you watch the news? Yeah, I try to stay, like, at least knowing what's going on in the world, even if I don't know every detail. Do you have cable? Yeah. No, I, I haven't had cable since my wife and I started living together, like, seven years ago or something like that, six years ago. Do you guys just Netflix and chill? Yeah, totally. Nice. More just Netflixing, though. And... <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to sound cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think the kids are saying that. I don't even know what it means. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's lit, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yeah that's I, don't know. I just read try to read, read at least browse like articles online or like listen to podcasts that cover news shit so i can just at least know what's going on especially like this year with i don't i don't think you want to talk about election shit but just because it's so heavy and it's so nuts like you should at least know what's going on well yeah this uh the election stuff without getting too political it's it's super hard for me because I don't know. My family, like, has been broken since I was birthed. Like, we're not the winners of the capitalist society. Like, I don't think anybody <laughs> was voting in my family, like... Yeah. So I'm just, like, I've never really paid attention to it. I've always been very weary of, like, politics and how they are just ruthless, you know? And this year, with it, with the with the um debates and yeah. all, all the stuff, it's just, to me, it's so funny listening to everyone talk about it, because I'm like... You guys are just getting tuned on. It was the same with, like, when people were talking about black people being harassed by cops. I'm like, 
are you guys are just finding out about this? Like, <laughs> like I've known this for so long. Like, same with the politics. I'm like, you guys are really just the descent is finally hitting you, and the dissolute, like the illusions are fading away, and you're like, I'm like, this is the same shit going on. I think because now we just have phones, so everyone's like seeing all the shit now they're seeing the abuse from the cops and they're seeing the political figures lying and being assholes it's like before before the internet it was like you couldn't see it as all it's like more transparent you know but growing up in the hood dude we've seen it all the time the cops are always dicks people there's always suppression politics never help anybody in the in the fucking poor communities you know what i mean like if anything they move you out of your shit and fucking replace it and make it too expensive like it's funny like nowadays everyone's finally catching on it's insane yeah yeah it's a part of the whole it's like like what you said everyone's got a phone so everyone constantly needs to be fed like yeah. just some new shit or the same shit that no one ever really noticed and if people will keep you know fucking p- paying attention and tuning in they're gonna keep selling tide and hyundai's yeah and it's just it's just gonna go it's the american and hustle we, yeah Pretty much, and I mean, I'm just as guilty as the next guy with like staring at my phone too much. <laughs> like I'm, it's like I, I'm like I try to make a point to stop and like not do it, but it's it fucking just it just sucks you in. Little dopamine hits every time oh, you check it. It. it is. Oh, another like. <laughs> oh, this guy following me. Oh, should I follow him back? What's my ratio? I don't know. <laughs> it's all right. There's moderation. We got to have moderation because. Um, we're all building virtual social platforms and little creations and it's really fun, you know, creating and being part of it's really fun, but there's got to be moderation. If you're just sitting on that thing all the time and you're letting that define your happiness, you're fucked. Pretty much. It's endless. It's infinity. That Infinity means forever. So it's like, get used to it. Yeah, I know. And it's not real. Like, and it doesn't like satiate or like do anything for you because when you like scroll through your Instagram and you like like some shit or you see a clip of like a cool trick or you read some like something or whatever and you keep scrolling and scrolling, if you put your phone down and you're like, what did I just look at? You have no clue. It's <laughs> 1000% in that exact moment to kill those three minutes while you're taking a shit or whatever you're doing and then it's over. And then like it doesn't. You don't take anything away from it. You don't learn. You just wasted time. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like you feel like it's like watching TV. Yeah, kind of. At least sometimes with TV or like a movie, you might like get something out of it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not an expert. <laughs> yeah. I'm I sure like six people just turned this off in the time that I was saying all that. They're like, "Fuck <laughs> this guy. He's not. Yeah. He's Jared from fucking Subway." <laughs> God, it's not true, bros. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like social media. I I agree with you wholeheartedly. There's that side of it where it's like you know sometimes you're just like consuming it and it's fucking like it's like bad TV. Like people watch reality TV all day all day long and yeah. it's just like poison. You're kind of like which is fine, you know. Sometimes it's just like fun to like watch some stupid shit just to like zone I- out, you know. But um, moderation. But I like it for um. The purposes of like building community and brands and like sharing certain content, you know, like nothing, you know, because you have a brand. So like when you get these new graphics in and it's like you can post it and people can see it, they can share it and vice versa. You know, I like it for that side of stuff is like the connecting, connecting of it because everyone's on it, you know. Yeah. And again, it's like I don't talk too much shit because you're exactly right. Like it's if I didn't if it didn't exist, I wouldn't have these brands that I'm trying to work on and I wouldn't have all this shit. Yeah. Just. You know, so it's, it is like the best and the worst thing to happen, like 
to people ever you know <laughs> social media you know well the internet in, in general is like yeah exactly it's kind of crazy but now it seems like it's going to be our saving grace or it needs to be because like i don't think anyone's going back no one's turning the phones off no fuck no and i mean it's <laughs> It does call out, like, anyone that's full of shit. Like, you find out, and, like, it weeds them out, and then it makes anyone who seems like they would be full of shit not get into it or make people not be as... Makes them be more more truthful, I guess. Yeah, it always trips me out that people that, like, I have on my Instagram, like, not a lot of times, but some people just talk some shit, and then I'll go to their thing, that which is probably what they want me to click on their thing and check it out, and it's fucking private. And I'm Every like, time. Every time. What the fuck? What, what kind of thing are you saying right there? You're going to reach out, talk shit on other people's like stuff that they're putting out online and sharing and whatnot, and then you're yeah. private. You're private. It's like, I got an opinion, but I'm behind a wall. Like That's so crazy to me. I know. I know. It's like oh, everyone else is like taking these risks and putting something out there, like open to criticism. Like Are people going to like it? Are they not going to like it? Are they going to talk shit? It's like, I don't know, but I'm going to fucking try to figure it out anyway, and then you know go from there, and then... Someone's like, ugh, fucking gay. And then you're like, oh, cool, dude. All right, thanks. And, and then you're like, it's like, all right, well, what, what do you do? You know, what's your thing? And then you go to check it out and like, maybe because you want to make fun of it. And then it's just a wall. No, he, you're going to have to send him, you're going to have to send him an email, a social security number, and then he'll <laughs> accept you as a friend. And then you guys yeah. can be buddies. Yeah. Credit card number. <laughs> Yeah, that always trips me out, man. I'm like, who are these assholes? Like, for real, like, cowards. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I'm gonna go private now. Anyone trying to follow me, I'm gonna be private. Yeah. Starting right now. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna unfriend everybody. Um, current events, okay? All right. What do you got? Ba coming out of the closet, yeah. huh? Yeah. Crazy, right? Dude, so sick. I feel like I'm glad that he did it. Like, it's awesome yeah. because it's uh, it's sick, man. It's like, why the fuck not? And he's, like, such a legendary skateboarder, so it's so, like, cool to be, like, to know that. There couldn't have been a better dude to, like, come out as being gay that, like, isn't as universally loved. Yeah. Like, I'll just, I'll just happen to already be, like, everyone's favorite skateboarder, you know, especially, like, for us, too, like, in New England and, like, me in Connecticut, like, you know, him being from Groton, New London, wherever. Like, it's, it's fucking awesome. I think it's great. Yeah. I love yeah. his push. He's got such a beastly oh, push. Dudes that, dudes that are big, like, like I like Susky, Steve Nasser, Brian Anderson, just dudes that are big like that with so much power, and they got fucking moose pushes. It's so fun yeah. to watch. And I think it's harder for tall dudes to look good on a skateboard. Yeah. Like, all the, like, skateboarders that, like, I really like or, like, always have a good style, like, I find out they're so short because like i said that lower center of gravity or it's something like i met the baker dudes when they came through connecticut a few years ago and like spanky and brian herman i was like these dudes are like up to my like halfway up my arm i was like what the fuck <laughs> i had no idea they're like these little little dudes Brand brandon westgate so too hard. westgate skates <laughs> yeah. yeah he skates he's like short. he's six foot five but he's not he's like a shorter dude for sure yeah but he has that insane pop it's like it's like he's popping over his own head height it like doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, the way he ollies, because, like, I watch it over and over again, there was, like, this one clip someone posted at Edge where he, like, went over one of the boxes with a barrier going across it. Yeah. And it looks like, like, when a 
Like, you've seen, like, a deer jump over something? Yeah. <laughs> Sword to God, it looks just like that. It's not the same alley that everyone else does. And, like, we all need to figure it out and steal it from him because it's too good. I think he just walks on his tippy toes all the time. He says it's from oh, the yeah. cranberries. He says it's from eating cranberries. But I think his pop is derived from walking on his tippy toes all the time. <laughs> hey, it works, man. I can't hate on it. All right, what's one trick you can't do? Just one? Yeah, like one <laughs> one that you wish you could do that you can't do that fucking haunts you. Uh, three sixty flips? Really? You can't do a three flip? Never done one. Damn, I, that never sucks. Did a, never did a ton of flip tricks either. Like, I skated a bunch of street shit until I was like seventeen, and then I went to Groton for the first time. Ooh. And was like, oh fuck, dude, I want to like skate transition. So I just like got big wheels and like. Never look back. I did a kickflip the other day, though, just fucking around, seeing if I still could. But other than that, like, I don't really... Yeah, I just started skating ramps and fucking can't get enough of it. All right. Um, that leads me to my next question. What What's the height with tranny that you get uncomfortable? Like, where's the sweet spot? Oof. Depends on the day. Sometimes it's only three feet. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we skated this ramp in Dover, New Hampshire, on that when we went up to Maine for Andrew's thing and it's like a five foot ramp and that's like, I think that's like my sweet spot. Yeah. Like a good five foot mini ramp or a bowl with like six, seven foot and you can just do like a slash grind or a rock and roll on it. Yeah. And I, I can get down with that for hours. Yeah, that's my sweet spot too. Six foot yeah. is where I get scared. I get like a little nervous. I can skate it, but I'm just like, eh, I'm going back to five. Let's go down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as soon as I get like over five, it's like, I go from most of my tricks to like three. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Worst injury. I've never broken anything, dude. Knock on wood, I fool. Find, I gotta find some wood real quick to knock your gun. There you like, go. Yeah. And I never broken anything. Just a lot of. I've rolled my ankles like a million times. They're super weak. Yeah. So, like, I'll. Like, I, I can stand wrong and, like, step off a curb and, like, tweak it really good one time just standing. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, I was super lucky. Hit my head a couple times. That's why, like, I wear a helmet now when I skate most shit. Like, Sick. Like, anything decent size. Yeah, that was, that was a bummer, so. Did you crack it open? You have to get stitches? Or... No, I was I was lucky. It was more of, like, a scare. Like, I hit it, and it, like, free now. It kind of, like, dazed me, and, like, I had headaches for a little while, and it was so, like, I probably had some sort of, like, very minor concussion. I didn't go to a doctor or anything because, you know. You scared. And, yeah, it didn't, like, look bad. So I was like, oh, I'm fine. I'll just chill out for a while. And then after that, I was like, you know, dude, like, you get one. And I had – I hit my head, like, years ago, like, ran into a quarter pipe, like, got pitched off the board and went, like, into it. Fuck. So I just kind of figured, like, all right, you know, like, I got nothing to prove to nobody. Like, I'm not trying to be the best dude. I'm just going to wear a helmet. And so I got, like, the – the pro tech full cut with like the ear thing like so the one sick. that ball wears yeah i love so, that helmet I basically stole it from him i was like oh you know what that dude's doing it and like i probably should ah oh, fuck i'm just gonna do it and like everyone's been like super cool about it i expected people to talk shit and maybe they do i just don't hear it which is fine but everyone's been like oh you wearing a helmet i was like yeah i hit my head and they're like oh well there you go you know yeah. fine it's funny, my brother yeah. My brother recently came back from Australia to visit me, and uh, he went to the skate park, uh, to the edge, and uh, yeah. when you're over 18, you don't have to wear a helmet there, but
but my brother, for whatever reason, he's just super hyped on the idea of wearing a helmet. He put one on. <laughs> Dude, everyone was, no one said anything to him, but everyone was like, I could I could see him. There. Everyone that worked there and everyone, they were just looking at him like, what is he doing? Like, why does he have a helmet? He's over 18, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah. he is. And, and he <laughs> just rocked a helmet. I was like, sick. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, man. It took me a while to kind of really get used to it. Because, like, I'll go skate somewhere, like, there's this really red indoor bowl these guys are building in Waterbury in Connecticut. Like, the warehouse. I don't know if you've seen it, like, on Instagram and shit. I think I've seen it on yeah. your stuff. I, you, yeah, you've probably definitely seen it, like, if you're around here. And there was, like, 40 dudes there, like, a few weeks ago skate, and they had a big session. And there's, like, like I said, 40 dudes, and I'm the only one wearing a helmet. That's funny. Everyone's, like, my age or older or a little younger, whatever, you know? And, like, it doesn't really bother me now, but, like, when I first, like, go to a park and like you're the only dude wearing one i'm like fucking whatever like and i also don't skate street shit so it's not like i'm skating like a rail or a ledge it doesn't look too out of place yeah i'm skating ramps so it kind of works and if i am gonna skate like a ledge with my friends or like go do sloppies on a curb i'm i'm not wearing a helmet you know what i mean yeah like i'm just that's not it's kind of like you know low low risk you should now, though, at least for an Instagram video, for, so you can have a laugh. <laughs> yeah, it could be like uh, Mike V, where he like rolls out of bed and like puts it on before he takes two steps. Yeah, I saw that. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I think, but again, I think it's sick. You know, he's he's doing it. You know, and I think it works for him. Like, if there's a guy to do it, it's definitely him. Oh yeah, go for it, Mike V. Get crazy, get weird, whatever. I like the ideas. Yeah. I like where skating's at right now. I think it's in the best place. Since I've like I've been skating since I was thirteen, and I feel like skating's the best it's ever been since I've been involved. Like, there's more people oh, yeah. involved. There's way more diversity. Pretty much anything goes right now. It's like the wild west, and I love it because now we get to see all these different expressions and flavors and styles and tricks. And like, the only problem I, I think I heard someone who was it, Jeff Grasso maybe he said like the cool thing in skating now is to like find something cool and then beat it to a dead horse basically. <laughs> That ha- that happens, like, trends catch on, and then they just fucking kill it to the point where you're like, holy shit, like, they've made it, like, oversaturated, you know? I see that, but either way, I still like it. Like, there's more girls skating and skateboarding. Do you notice that now? Yeah, for sure. And there's girls that are, like, really good. Yeah, like, with style like, and got tricks crazy. and, yeah. Because yeah. back in the day, there was only yeah, a few girls, you know? Like, Lissa Steamer. Yeah. Who else? Who else was there? Yeah. I don't even know. Amy Noop. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, sick. Yeah. Bob yeah. Bur- was Bob Burnquist's wife, uh, Jen something? Jen O'Brien? Yeah, yeah. How the fuck yeah. did I remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, I mean, we have a girl that skates for Anchor, Julie Sant. She's fucking gnarly. Nice. She's so good. Yeah, she's like good, good. She skates yeah. ranny? Uh, she, yeah, she skates ramps. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, she's got like kickflip back disaster on a ramp, and she's Whoa. fucking awesome. Yeah. That's gnarly. I don't think I've ever seen a girl do that. That's sick. Yeah, Julie Julie rips, man. That's a trick I enjoy. That's why I was like, sick. Yeah. Yeah, Julie's awesome. Yeah. Um girls skating. <laughs> yeah, I saw a video of like a twelve year old girl doing like an invert on like a bowl that was like on like a ten, twelve foot bowl and I was like, Fuck. Like yeah. what's my excuse? <laughs> like what the fuck, man? That's true, man. I've never done an invert, so she's got me beat, dude. And I'm supposedly yeah. a pro. <laughs> God, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, 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 it's sick to see like everyone's just kinda good now because 
obviously skating has gotten way gnarlier and way more technical because kids that start now see all the shit that guys have been doing so they just pick it up from there yeah you know so it's just you know the same thing in the 90s and the 2000s and now like with like gnarly handrail shit and whatever else and now dudes flip in and flip out of all the shit that was just gnarly on its own yeah. 15 years ago it's right so, i like i like it though i feel like there's like there's different there's different styles of skating in different ways like there's handrails there's like ledge skating there's like different personalities and stuff and it seems like nowadays not one of those styles or things like runs the industry it seems like now like one from each style is like the bigger brands you know like everyone gets a say as far as like types of skaters like back in the day it was like just handrails remember like jamie thomas like seemed like he had a stranglehold on magazines and videos for a long time he influenced the whole generation kind of dude that one fucking angle of the camera pointed up at the rail (laughs) Like, at the bottom of the rail, and just, like, whatever, Smith grind, lip slide, down, that was, like, the entire, like, early 2000s. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's all, you know, it was, it was crazy. I got psyched on it. I started skating handrails because of that shit. Okay. Yeah. I guess what I'm saying is, like, it's rad now because with the, with the internet and, like, people can just post their own stuff that, like, no matter how you skate, you know, people, if you really do it and you love it and you, like, put time and effort into your skating, like, people will like it and it gets appreciation and it helps like it diversifies our industry and has people growing and it's like trends can't just like stick as much as they used to you know they kind of come and go and then it's like people can keep it's changing more in skating all the time which is awesome yeah especially with like now everyone is just skates everything like there are dudes who like like the grant taylors of the world who yeah, can just yeah. jump down the biggest handrail and obviously skate like the gnarliest transition stuff it's like john like what john cardell was doing you know 13 14 15 years ago yeah exactly and the end of the 90s too of course fuck he you was know, so just, uh, i know and like and I, I came in like right at the cusp of like when he before he got injured yeah like yeah you know, i remember watching sight his part in sight unseen you know his part and dustin dolan's part and keith kirchart was in that one too that, yeah that was all the same thing. yeah he had the and cover like, bro yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was just that was the shit back then. But now everyone, like Colin Provost, can jump on anything. Yeah. You know? Like all those dudes just skate it all now. The only thing I do notice is that it seems like vert skating is not like vert skating isn't as relevant. Like you can skate any type of way, but now it's like all terrain. But like there's not really big vert contests. I think the Mega Ramp might have killed it, huh? And the Mega Ramp, and now it's just like more bold. Yeah. You know, the, the vert turned in the bowl, which I think is better because it's – I think those dudes must like it better too, I would imagine, because it's not just the back and forth. You've got corners. You've got transfers. You've got hips. you got whatever. Yeah. It looks more fun. Like all those Vans Pro Park series, like on the beach and shit where they build a bowl for the contest. And, yeah, that definitely is way yeah. better. I'd rather watch that than just back and forth on a vert ramp for sure. Yeah, I'm with you. It's funny because, like, dudes still film tricks on, like, normal vert ramps, but they'll, like, add rails and shit on top, like, like Bob Ernquist was doing, but people are getting crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Tony Hawk did that, like, spiral toilet bowl thing where he, like, did you see that where they built the thing and then it, like, spirals into the channel? Gnarly. No, I didn't see this. It looks sick, but, like, after you do it, you're kind of like, all right. It was like if you took the loop and put it on its on its side. Nice. Like, off a of vert. I don't know, it was weird. It, was, it looked sick, but, like, once you do it, you're kind of like, 
Alright. Like, <laughs> like, how much did that cost? <laughs> yeah, like sideways loop. Check that yeah. off next. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, okay, let's let's move forward before I forget because I've smoked a little weed and got some coffee here. That's my favorite com- combination is weed and coffee. I saw you do that. You're breaking the law. Yeah, well, I have a certificate. I do. <laughs> I, I state that on every one. I paid like 200 bucks. I think I went yeah. to... Where'd I go? Maybe Framingham and, uh, cause I have no ACL in my left knee. I tore it when I was like 16. Um, yeah, I never had health insurance either because I literally was homeless at that time. And fucking my friends, I was living at my friend's family's house and they're taking care of me and I didn't have health insurance, tore my ACL, didn't know I tore it. I just hurt my knee really bad in New Bedford. And then I didn't have insurance, so I never got it fixed. I still don't have it in there in my left knee. Like it's just like bone on bone. And like, when I turned pro for a world, I went to the hospital because I finally got insurance. And yes. um, they called, they, it was so fucked up, Bill. They were like, they were like, checked my knee out. They're like, eh, it seems fine. They like sent me home. I know, I was like, what? Wait a minute. Yeah. And it's because I went to a normal doctor with an x ray. This wasn't the MRI. But he was like, yeah, mm-hmm. it looks fine. Whatever, sent me home. Then he called me up like a day later. He's like, actually, I was like looking at it again and like, you should go see, you know, a doctor, an like MRI, get an MRI and all this stuff. I went to them and they're like, yeah, you don't have an ACL. You haven't had one for like, I'm like, yeah, I knew something was wrong. And this is like, Jeez. yeah, I had already like, so 16, I tore it. And then this was like, I was 28 when I turned pro, I think, or 27. And then fucking, I skated, I turned am, all that stuff with no ACL on my left knee. Wow. I don't know where that, I don't know where I was going with that, but that fucking, oh, the weed. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when I went to the, when I went to the doctor, or to the cannabis doctor, he fucking was like, I just gave him like my uh, MRI and stuff, showed him my knee, told him I had vertigo before, which, which I did. And uh, they gave me a certificate sealed by the state of Massachusetts. It's pretty awesome. Smoke up. Yeah. Do you think it should be legal or should we just stick with the Oh, de- fuck yeah, for sure. Oh, weird. All right, sick. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't really smoke weed, but I know that it's like so much better than like big, like the big medicine company medicine. And it is. It's like it's it's like a it's a medicine. Yeah. Yeah. And it's way mellower than drinking. Yeah. Yeah. You know, nobody I... gets high and hates their wife. Yeah. I mean, exactly. <laughs> exactly, dude. Yeah. <laughs> To me, it's crazy that it's still illegal. Like, it blows my mind. I'm like, it shows that it's just money and politics. Because it's like, if you just look at the stats on it and the facts, it's like you would legalize that shit in an instant. Crazy. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to take away anything else. Like drinking. I like drinking and and like medicine, like pills and stuff. I'm sure there are some pills, but definitely that shouldn't be the first call. It should be other options. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. It's weird. It's weird. It's like our society's trying to learn how to shift away from profit for destruction because that's what it seemed like. It's like our country was built on like destroying people and like separating families and making money off of it for some reason. Whereas like now it's like I feel like people are trying to figure out how to make money off of creating, you know, and helping people and helping humans, like how to turn that into a business so we can like thrive, you know? It seems like because I feel like that's what needs to happen, you know what I mean? Like, in America, we have like the right to. If you can be the evilest cocksucker ever, and uh, make money doing it, like you have the right to do it. I think Donald Trump's a good example of that. Yeah. <laughs> not, not to get it's too funny, political. Like, I, 
that when you said evil cocksucker, that was the first name that came to my mind. <laughs> we're back on politics, but I can't help it. And it, you know what's funny is um, me and my girl were talking, and we were just like going back and forth, and she like made me mad with something, and I was like, that's it. I'm voting for Hillary. I'm voting for fucking Hillary. <laughs> and she was like, what are you talking about? Because I, I don't vote. I'm not voting for presidency or whatever. But I was like, I want to vote for... For Hillary, just so women can see that if if you can find a woman that's willing to be as corrupt and evil, they can be president too. Like there's no bias, like whether it's a man, a black person, a, yeah. a gay person, a woman, like whoever's going to get to yeah. that head office is like they have to be evil apparently. That's what they're showing us. I don't know. Yeah, I know. And it's like if women want a chance to see that they can't do it either, then sure. It's a stupid job. Yeah. It made sense when there was like 15 people in the country. Yeah, but now there's like 350 million people, and like one dude or chick is gonna be like, "Yeah, yeah, I got it. Don't worry about it. It's fine." Are you fucking nuts? No, why do you think they? Why why are they keeping up the charade? Like, why don't they just go look? This is stupid. We have a whole team. Like, let's just like not. Do you have, do we have to vote for one person? Like, can we vote for a group of people? Like, it's blowing my mind. That's what they do in like I think Sweden. Oh, they right. have like they basically they vote in like a committee. Nice. Of all different, like, people that lean what you would call left and right and in the middle and then in between those. And then they all, they figure shit out together and you don't hear anything bad about Sweden. <laughs> Their meatballs <laughs> are pretty good. I'm not but, mad at the yeah. meatballs. <laughs> I got oh. some Ikea furniture. <laughs> yeah, I have a bunch of people that give me a hard time because I'm not get I haven't gotten married yet and I don't like to vote. So they hate me for uh, it. What? Yeah, and it's probably not Sweden. And there's people listening that's going like, "This guy's a fucking idiot." It's Denmark. It's like, yeah, I'm like, I don't know. Whatever. Clearly Lithuania. God yeah. damn it. Yeah. I'm a guy who sits in his basement and counts to eight. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> like everything I say with many grains of salt. That's fine. This is uncensored fun ridiculousness. I like to say stupid stuff on here all the time. Oh yeah. That's what the podcast for. It's just we get to talk and be silly. It's awesome. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. We're doing anchor. Where yeah. where the hunting season come in? I'm yeah, dude. I like I, it's like what I said before. Like I didn't want to start a board company right away, but I always had it in my mind that like eventually I would do it. Like I thought about maybe doing boards with anchor, but it just didn't really seem to work. Yeah, like it seems like it's really good as a hardware company, and I didn't want to like muddy that up and make it weird or different with boards. So I had like a bunch of, I still have, like I got a list right on my wall right here of like cool little names I thought would be sick for a company. Yeah. And hunting season just kind of seemed to work at the time. Like it was just this total like non sequitur kind of thing that doesn't really mean anything, but it just, it sounds different. Yeah. And you can do a lot of cool, weird stuff with it for like graphics and whatnot. So, so, so you did, you wanted to do a brand the whole time. You, 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 I imagine you were dreaming about putting some making some decks and stuff and that was the name you're just how does the name how did you go that's the one like i do i it's like i said i just had this list and i was i was like fucking around with like drawing poorly like these like different ideas and trying to figure out what sounded cool and what was just kind of out there enough where it would still interest people but it wouldn't like hopefully turn people off yeah you know what i mean and then it just i just kind of rested on it and then like thought about it for a while and like went back and forth and then just eventually said fuck it let me do this and i reached out to again ricky and my friend joe banda who drew the 
Buffalo graphic. Yep. Like that that main one. And just I got it. It looked so sick. And we had talked about it for a while too. Like we were going back and forth, like, oh it'd be sick with like a Buffalo and it had like arrows in it. I was like, Oh yeah, 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 fuck it, arrows. You know, and then like <laughs> and then he came up with that font and everything and it looked so sick, so Yeah, the I name just, the name hunting season yeah. it's like, do you hunt? Nope. Never? Nah. Damn it. No, again, it was just like a total like non sequitur kind of thing that's just like all right, sounds sick. Like, let me just let me just run with it. It does sound sick. Yeah. I ask about hunting because I wanna I wanna go hunting. Would you go hunting? Yeah. I think I would. I think I can kill an animal. Yeah. <laughs> would you? Not, like, too, too <laughs> about it. Would you eat it? But yeah, I I would have to. Like, okay. I have to kill something that you could eat. Yeah, we're gonna just like waste it and then be like, oh well, there you go, and then just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> like, god damn it. So what was that? So how many graphics have you had with hunting season? I got two right now, and I'm like kind of at a point where I'm trying to figure out, without getting like too boring, like what kind of direction I want it to go in. Like if I want to go like simpler kind of route or more involved graphics. Like you do like the like the super involved heavy graphics that are like you know top to bottom, tons of detail on the board, and it looks so sick. But I also really like a simple, clean. A lot of blank space on the board, but what is on there really stands out kind of graphic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I'm trying, like, that's kind of where I'm at right now with figuring it out. And, like, it's, I've only been doing it since, like, April, May when the boards came in. Nice. So it's early enough where I can kind of, like, pick and choose and change things around where it's not enough people are buying it yet to where it's going to be, like, a shock to anybody if it changes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like switching up the art direction, basically. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so that's it's, it's funny because when we started with All I Need, it started kind of um, similar, like real simple, plain, like logo decks, clean. And I still want to do that stuff too. But then when you, I met like my friend who does the art, so he draws really well. And it's like, he can literally draw anything we want. Like, yeah. then it's just like off to the fucking races, you know? Yeah. That's cool. So do you hook up people for the boards as well? Yeah, I got two dudes that I give boards to right now. Tyler Rivers, he's from Connecticut, and he's he's only 17, and he's, like, the most natural kid I've ever seen on a skateboard. Sick. It's, it's, it's like, it's weird how good he is. Because, like, we he was on that main trip, again, that I was talking about before, and we skated that ramp in New Hampshire, and, like, I got, like, 15, like, 16, like, really good runs that he did like i filmed a bunch of stuff of them because i don't get to see him that much nice and he of the 15 16 runs he maybe only skated 20 like runs yeah like he doesn't like he's not like chomping at the bit to get in there he's like super relaxed and like kind of hangs out and then like but when he drops in there's no warm-up it's just like immediately killing it immediately doing like huge airs and like he's doing like seatbelt grabs like the one where you like reach your front hand over and grab the tail gnarly like, I'm like, how do you know that at 17? Like, I didn't know what the fuck that was. Like, yes. Yeah. It's, it's so sick. He's And he's, like, a super quiet kid who just fucking kills it. It's awesome. That's and then true. this kid, Emmett, from Cape Cod, who I've known for a while, like, and I, him, me and um, my friend Leland were, like, he's, like, our mutual friend that kind of connected us. And um, Leland's, like, one of the best skateboarders to ever live that no one knows about What's without Leland? a doubt. Leland starts with Cape- a doubt. What is it? Leland Taylor. Taylor, okay. Yeah, he's, he's from the Cape. He's like 
one of the most naturally gifted skateboarders you'll ever meet. That's if it. he listens to this, he's like, his face is bright red right now. He's <laughs> the fucking best, dude. Um, but in that, and Emmett, he like he skates for Orchard, and he, he was in that Vans video Wolf yep, that I, the New England dudes did. Yeah, I've seen he, Emmett he shred. The, yeah, he, I think he had the opening part in that. He's super... Oh, yeah, you live pretty close to him. Yeah. He's like, he's up yeah. on the Cape, so like, it's kind of... Yeah, I used to be... I used to live in Wareham, which is the gateway to Cape Cod. But he's yeah. kind of up there a little bit tucked away. But I, I see him at the edge occasionally. I've seen him at the New England Am. And I've seen him at um, yeah, 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 of the park out in Lin- uh, the Lynch Family Park as well. I've seen him shredding. Mm-hmm. I was like, this dude's fucking gnarly for sure. Yeah, he's one of those kids who just, he fucking gets it. Like, but, he really gets it. And he just doesn't give a shit. And he'll just skate and just fucking kill it all day long. That's rad. And yeah, you just hook him up with boards when you can? Yeah, just whenever they need boards, I tell them and they, or tell them to tell me, and I'll send them up to them. I just started hooking them up like a month and a half ago, maybe something like that. Nice, like in like like in September, August. Sick. Yeah, yeah. It took me a while to like get a team going because I didn't really have the means at the time to like start handing out boards. Yeah, you know. But now it's kind of it's consistent enough where I can do it and not sweat it. Will you? You think you'll work towards a video? Yeah, I'm working on it right now. Oh yeah, shit. Those, dudes, those dudes have some footage, and I got some good stuff with Tyler that I'm I'm sitting on waiting from that trip. And sick. Yeah, so it might only it'll be like a three minute, four minute promo thing, but I'm I'm definitely just like to put it out in the winter. That's sick, man. Yeah, it's gonna be fucking. Those dudes are heavy. It's gonna be good. <laughs> really. Good. Do you have um, the decks you have out now? Are they just popsicle shape? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I've got just. Eight through eight and three quarter popsicles. Nice. Yeah, I might fuck around with shapeboards at some point, but it's like a whole thing, and like I've got enough that I'm juggling right now. You said the biggest size is eight three eight. Uh, eight and three quarter. Eight. Okay, five. eight three quarter. Damn, that's big. Yeah, that's what I skate. So that was like half the reason. And dude, honestly, those boards move. Eight and a half and eight and three quarters move quicker than eight and eight and a quarter for me sometimes. Sick. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. That's what you kick flipped on. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that must have been a workout. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just like guys that run with, like, sandbags on their ankles. <laughs> so funny, man. Side question, do you have any pets? I got a cat. Nice. What's the name? Mo. Mo, sick. Yeah. She's, a, she's a bitch. <laughs> she, she hates to be held. She hates to be touched. She hates people. <laughs> How did you, where'd you get the cat? Um, when my wife and I started living together before we were married, we were, she always wanted one and I never, ever wanted a cat. Yeah. Um, I was like, fuck cats. I don't want one. They're, I, did, I never liked them. Yeah. And then when we got married, that was like my wedding gift. So <laughs> I like wrote her like a note and I was like, you know, we can get a cat now. And we got the cat and I instantly fell in love with it. Nice. Like, yeah. Like immediately, like it took four seconds. And I was like, oh, fuck, I love this thing. God damn it. <laughs> and it. But it's not mean to you? No, she's not really mean. She's just, like, she's super skittish and, like, scared of everything. So, like, she spends a lot of time, like, under the bed. Yeah. Know? Yeah, but she's cool. Word. Yeah, I'm not I'm not really a big cat person. Like, really, I I don't know. Yeah. I, I got dog. I had a dog, you know? Like, mm-hmm. cats always, I don't know, they scare me a little bit. I feel like they're cool. <laughs> Like, steal my breath while I was sleeping. You ever seen that movie? <laughs> I know. You ever seen that movie where, like, um, it's called uh, Cat's Eye? 
Nah. It was by Stephen King, actually. I think. Uh, Don't quote me, but basically this little, like, troll comes out of the wall at night, and it tries to steal the little kid's breath while it's sleeping, but the cat always, like, saved it, saved the day. Oh, so then you had to be stoked on cats, then. Yeah, you but I just never... trolls. But it just made me associate <laughs> with that movie, which was scary to me, and I was like, fuck cats, yeah. I'm over them. <laughs> <laughs> I just always associate them with breath-stealing trolls. Even though they they were the heroes, it just makes me nervous. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're such like the opposite of dogs. Like they don't give a fuck about you. Yeah, like, dogs are dogs like love you. They can't wait till you get home. Yeah, the cat comes home and it's like, ah, oh, you're still alive. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I when I walk in, Elwood's like whimpering. He's like, "Where have you been? Where have you been?" Yeah, yeah. Like, My parents have a dog that we had when I was like in high school, and they still have them. A little black lab. Nice. Good dogs. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. I used to have labs uh, when I was younger. My mom had one. Um, great dogs. Actually, my dog, my lab got hit by a car, and he had a cast at the same time uh, that I had a cast, too, from just, like, rolling my ankle so bad. They, like, put me in an air cast, and both of us were just out on the sidelines, bummed out. Yeah, just on the couch watching TV together. Yeah, it was a bummer for sure. <laughs> um, hey, oh. let, me ask, let me ask you something. Yeah. Going on current skate events, what did you think about Dylan Reader? Oh wow, bringing up current events, I didn't. Even, um, man, tragic, so tragic. Uh, I knew Dylan from back in the day, like when I, really? yeah, when I wrote for Birdhouse, actually. Oh shit. Yeah, John Goman and and uh, Dylan were like good buddies. Wow. And this was pre like when pre Dylan, you know, like he was Dylan Reader, a little skate rat with like a cast on his wrist and like dark yep. hair, skating handrails, like. Yeah, I think he rode for Osiris at that time. I was going to bring up, he had that Osiris that had like the feeble on that concrete rail ledge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, that's when I knew Dylan. And, uh, wow. He was awesome. And I hadn't seen him much since then, to be honest. But I don't know. I just liked Dylan because he likes skating. And, he, and him and John Goman were just full-on skate nerds. And they did their own thing in skating, which was like very cool. They didn't give a fuck. And they just like skating – they did what they wanted to do in skating, and uh, I don't know. I always liked Dylan because of that. I was like, dude, he's a unique person that is like trying to figure out what his style is, who he is. But no matter what he did, he just did what he wanted to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. Definitely. I think, I think he just found his style, like, and then he just full on crushed it. And that's what people really admired is that he wasn't afraid to like find a style and go into it like gnarly. Um, I think it's sad, man. Super sad. And. My good homie Chris Ortiz, um, you know Dylan, mm-hmm. Dylan and him. That's his stepdad, I guess. So like, Chris Ortiz is my good homie, and he always tells me like good stories about Dylan too. Like when we were on trips with Chris, and oh wow. But yeah, it's just tragic, man. It's it's sad. He was young. Um, cancer is not as a bitch. It's fucking. I know. To you know, uh, I can't believe that shit. <laughs> I know it was it was I like you, you you like you you had heard that he had it, but you didn't really hear anything. About it for a long time i was clueless i had no idea dude oh really i didn't even know at all and when i was talking to westgate about it he was like oh yeah i knew i heard stuff that he had like cancer and i was like really i had. i'm so out of the loop apparently yeah i I don't think they like ever it was just like if you had just happened to hear about it like online or someone you knew had mentioned it yeah but it wasn't no one was like putting it out there yeah well, Which same with, like, can, you can understand. current event stuff, it's so funny, like, with BA, like, being in the skateboard yeah. industry and knowing people that, like, I already knew that, like, a long time ago. I had heard rumors, and I was fine with it, you know, like. Yeah, I kind of, I, because I knew, I, I, I had heard. Yeah. Rumor. 
and like everyone I knew had heard it from someone at some point. So I was always under the impression that like he didn't feel the need again, just completely assuming I obviously I was wrong. Yeah. But you know, just thinking like maybe he just wasn't trying to hide it, but he didn't feel like he had to come out. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like like, 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 like no one comes out and goes, Oh, I'm straight, but it wasn't trying to hide it either. But I guess he obviously was. Cause like after watching that, that video yeah. that him and Reddit did, which is amazing. Yeah. It seems like, but I'm so glad it's him that came out and made that statement and did it because I don't know, like he, like he was the dude that is just so respected that for him to do yeah. it is the perfect dude, you know, like, Oh, I know. I'm glad that he made the decision to not to like, to actually put it out there. Cause that's a huge decision. Like imagine he was in the New York Times and like I was looking at all the articles that interviewed him like he's like a public figure because like because yeah. he was so great at skating and he came out it was like a big thing same with the Dylan thing I saw it was like in the mainstream media which was tripping me out I was like this is in yeah. like the New Yorker and shit like that like people yeah. are skating is that cemented into the industry uh, into the culture that it's like part of that now which is weird yeah. to me yeah, because well, yeah, because Dylan kind of crossed over too with like modeling stuff, and yeah, like ads and that, like mo like for modeling companies. Because I mean, when you look that good, how do you not? Man? He's you know? a, he's pretty as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I was jealous, <laughs> and that was one of those things too, where like I don't want to make it sound like like related to me, but like I kind of made fun of those shoes when they came out. Oh, the Gravis that, ones. That, yeah, yeah. Remember? And like, hold on, hold on, hold on. For the people yeah. listening, I don't know. I don't know if anyone or everyone remembers those shoes, but they looked like a slip-on shoe. There was no laces, right? They looked like, like an yeah. Italian leather like slip-on thing or something. Right. Yeah, they looked like a like a dress shoe. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Yeah, like, like something you wear with like a suit to a wedding. But I mean, it was just weird as a skate. I, I, I probably talk shit. I don't like like everything else. But then like now that like I, like obviously he passed away, and I'm like, maybe you shouldn't talk so much shit. <laughs> about because i mean i like like you you could never deny the skating it was those things you'd always say like the shoes are whack but skating's insane you know yeah obviously like all those all like his super gnarly parts like the uh the minefield part and i'm blanking out on the other shit the the, the gravis video that they did was it gravis or huff yeah huff did both of them i believe yeah where they he had, had parts of song with like yeah. the clips with like him and the girl or whatever they did that was that was huff yeah yeah i thought that was fucking amazing and like so super cool. ballsy to do that like in skating you know what i mean yeah but it's maybe one of those things where it's like dude you never fucking know like the world just throws you like some weird curveball one day and you're like you don't want to be like on the wrong side of whatever kind of happens not for like your own image or what people think of you because that that'll pass you know what i mean yeah but you don't want to be a, too much of a dick yeah but i don't want people to stop talking shit either no, <laughs> because not. like so, people deserve it yeah <laughs> no matter what yeah and like a lot of the funniest jokes come in that like i i'll talk shit like i love talking shit it's fun but but whenever i say something i'm like i'll go funny factor wins or i'll be the first to say that I'm full of shit. Like, yeah, I'm just saying it because I'm, you know, I have, I'm only human and I have insecurities and worries, so I'm just talking shit. But I'm quick to admit that, you know, some dudes that talk shit, they're really invested in it. And that's when I get bummed out because when dudes are really invested in talking shit and all they do is talk shit and they really believe it, they're just like, they're kind of hurting skateboarding. Because, like, ideally, it's like, you can have your opinions, but your opinions don't mean shit, really. It's skating's like music where it's an expression, you know? Yeah. So, like, you yeah. can say your shit's the best, but really it's up to, like, whoever, you know? Like, people can do it good in all different styles. Like, Corey Duffel had a crazy style, but, like, how could you deny it? Dylan Reader had a 
an out yeah. there style and then everyone jumped on it but then there's like oh, yeah. you know cardiel and like so it's like when people talk too much shit and really believe their bullshit that's when i get mad but i love shit talking because it's the humor as long as it's funny like there's some shit yeah and, and as long as you don't fully believe it if you can just go and eh, make fun you know you make fun of yourself yeah. you're fine you know yeah when it's more on like the harmless side of just like you and you're trying to make your friends laugh yeah, you know, and just just dicking around, like not like blasting it on the internet with with like big posts, like I think this and I think that, because nobody fucking cares what anybody really thinks, and like I think it too, like who the fuck am I to ever voice an opinion like I think it's gospel? You know yeah. what I mean? Like who am I? I'm, I I'm not good at skateboarding at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in like relative to. Like, I'm way better than someone who's never skated. Like, yeah. I'll fucking kill anyone who's never stepped foot on a skateboard before. Yo, no problem. <laughs> you, you and some guy that's, that's never that skated, is. you're like, let's play yeah. skate, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't like, even stand some, on like, Yeah, me and, like, some real estate agent? Yeah, I'll fucking, <laughs> I'll kill him. But anyone else? Ooh, man, fuck. So, but then there's people who just think that, like, everyone thinks their opinion matters now that we have social media. Kind of going back to that whole thing. Yeah. But it's like, it really doesn't. Yeah, like mine doesn't, yours doesn't. No one's really because it's just it is what it is. It works for some people, it doesn't work for other people. Yeah, and that's just that's it. It's weird nowadays. Like people don't, people are so sensitive because now we have all these little mirrors in our pocket with our phones, and they're starting to see everything. So everyone wants to be for a cause. Like everyone's like, you know, I mean, everyone's behind something, and it's like, and I get that. It's awesome. Everyone wants to be a part and change the world for the better and stuff. But it causes like this effect where people are oversensitive to everything and like they just like take everything too literal, like jokes. They look at that and they're like, no, you're being this and you're being that. And it's like, no, but there's humor too in it. Like you can say stuff and not have to fully believe it, but say it for the humor side of it. Like that, you shouldn't, you shouldn't police people. And like, I, and, I love that part about skating because, like, in sports, it was, like, a system and there's coaches and you get off the team. But in skateboarding, there's none of that shit and people can all have their opinion and their own expression. And, like, I don't want that to die away. I don't want little kids to feel like they can't express themselves. They just need to do it in a healthy way, you know? Like, don't don't be mean about it. Or if you are, at least just make your full of shit. Yeah. So that's exactly. important. That's super Yeah, every – I fully agree. There's, like, that – um about being full of shit you know that dude henry jones yeah yeah he had this one drawing that like i say is and like i need to like make a print out of it it says um it's like this dude walking a line and he's like kind of teetering on it and one side says like crippling self-doubt the other side says over foolish self-confidence and you're just like towing that line you know perfect yeah he actually drew you know uh, this is gonna be great pod but uh he drew this um thing a while back of like just hardware and like i hit him up and i was like dude do you have that as like the original drawing because i want to buy it and that right there oh whoa yeah he just like drew nuts and bolts on the like sitting on the ground nice and i hit him up and he was like oh yeah i'll send it to you you know just send me you know whatever a couple bucks whatever it was and I've had that on my wall for a couple years now yeah that dude crushes it he can see that's what at the end of the day dude like as long as you're – that's what's so cool about skating right now is everyone can contribute. Like a guy like that has contributed contributed to skateboarding so much. I've seen all those drawings. I see people reposting them, and they just capture oh. little feelings and essence of skateboarding, and he's sharing that. And that's so cool nowadays that we could do that with like the technology, and like people can just yeah. put it out there, which is so fucking sick. Yeah, like – and like, you know, like because everything is like a meme now. 
you know yeah. and like that dude he, he just captures like the fully captures like the essence and like of like certain little pockets of skating like these little things that everyone knows and kind of talks about almost like a stand-up comedian where like he'll bring something to your attention that everyone knows but no one's ever verbalized yeah you know and then he puts it into this little funny one frame cartoon and it's like the most dead on accurate funny shit like ever if you skate you know it you know exactly yeah yeah it's cool i really like that but yeah, um a lot of views. i definitely but i going back i definitely don't want shit talking to die out so don't feel no, bad definitely. anyone out there that's ever shit talk if you ever got caught shit talking that happens to me <laughs> that's happened to me a bunch and i've had to been like I've literally been put on the spot in front of the person, and I had to be like, yeah. oh, dude, I didn't mean it. I was just thought I was cool. Like, I'm full of shit. I've had to do that multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, I had someone think I – I heard someone talk shit about me, and I was like – it was a dude that, like, I knew. And I was like, oh, that's weird because I, I like that guy a lot. Yeah. And I hit him up, and he was like, well, I heard you were talking shit about me. And I was like, nah. I was like, why, I was like, why would I hit you up if, you, if I was? <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, good point. And You're like, we're friends that, now. Then, then I think we both kind of figured out it wasn't that in-between dude who was the issue. Oh, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> like, well, I thought you should know that this guy said handsome. Dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Wrong with you. That's the immaturity of skating, but that, that side should always live a little bit, you know? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and hate it too much. Yeah, I still do it, but I just like pre. I just always just say, "Hey, I'm full of shit," but I'm gonna talk shit. Sorry, because I always what I always hope is going on is there's a van out there, a dude skating, and they're just like traveling somewhere, and they're just laughing their ass off, talking shit on me because I look like Nicolas Cage, and I'm like, that would be amazing. That should exist. I'm sure it exists out there, right? Now. You know what I mean? And I wouldn't even be mad because funny factor yeah. was I do look like Nicolas Cage. I I never would have thought it, but now that you say it. Yeah. No? Maybe? <laughs> the hairline? I don't know. You want to know how I know... Bill, you want to know how I know it's true? What's that? It's because 40-year-old women at the grocery store always go, every time, like, I go to multiple different grocery stores in different states, and they'll always be like, you know who you look like? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, Nicolas Cage. I'm like, yeah, thanks. And they're like, no, no, but it's a good thing. Like, he's attractive. I'm like, thanks, thanks. <laughs> They did that when I was younger, too. I'm like, yeah, but he's 40, and I'm fucking whatever, you know? Like, yeah. I, sh I shouldn't look like him yet. <laughs> right, yeah. No, a young Nicolas Cage, before you went completely insane. Thanks. I've embraced, yeah. my, I've embraced my inner cage. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, sorry. Um, I'm psyched. So you're coming to this year's New England Am? Uh, call me out in the podcast. I'm not. Son of a bitch. Uh, this I'm, I'm bummed. I'm gonna miss it. Show's over. Show's Show over. over. I gotta Delete. go. <laughs> <laughs> now, what do you got? You got some plan? I've got Andrew's wedding. Oh shit! I can't be mad at that, dude. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I know. I told him to change it. He said no. Yeah. So, yeah. I would. I, I was fucked up. <laughs> we'll have to create the New England Pro so we can get Andrew skating, and then that's what yeah. We'll do. <laughs> yeah. So I got that, but I'll be. I'll still be representing with some anchor stuff for you and all that shit. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, I appreciate the support, yeah. though. It's awesome. Dude, I'm psyched to be in it from the beginning because I think it's going to – it's grown just from two years ago, right? Yeah. This is the third? Yep. Right? Am I right? Yeah. And then it's grown a lot from that first one for sure. I went to the first two. Yeah. And then 
I'm sure this one's going to be even better. It looks like it's gearing up to be good. You've got, you're adding like that, that bowl thing, got 14 to 15. The shop thing is always insane. Yeah, it's going to be The skating wild. at that was like some of the better skating I've seen like in person in forever. Yeah, it was like, like crazy. Like if, if you haven't gone to it and you're listening to this and you can, you have to go because it's such a good fucking time. And dudes, dudes get down like for real. I've been all over the, I've been all over the world, and I've been to a lot of those big contests. And like when, and I go to the edge a lot and skate, so I've seen a lot of shit there. But every year during the New England and the dudes that come, they come from all pockets of New England and further, and they just do shit I can't even imagine. Like gnarliness. Yeah, there was those that shop that came up from Florida. Graffiti, Um, yeah. Graffiti, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they killed it. They're actually actually um, current event, bro. Um, they're not. They might be losing their park. They're like struggling uh, to keep their skate park going. Yeah, dude, it's a labor of love, man. No one gets to keep those things open. Yeah, it's they're tough. trying. They're going to the city hall and trying to work with them and figure out a way to. Because the ramps need to be redone. It's out in Florida and it's getting all weathered and like they need to like update it. But they're trying right now, so hopefully that keeps going. You gotta get some hurricane-proof ramps. Basically, right? <clears throat> yeah. The park's pretty wild. It's where Timmy Knuth, uh, he like grew up skating there, and uh, oh, cool. they breed like these little shredders. Like I don't know what that whole scene is, but they got like the youngest little girls and boys like doing the gnarliest like tricks that are on Metrogram, basically. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I hope that park lives on. I know. It's always such a bummer. Did you ever hear of Haven Skate Park in Connecticut? Yeah, I did. Yeah. It closed down i'm so bad with like years and shit but maybe 2010 something like that it was a year we had really really bad snow and like roofs were caving in like left and right it was an indoor park yeah yeah and that was like where i met like ricky and like all my friends now and all the guys i first put on anchor like my friend neil and aunt and brian like all these dudes that are just super gnarly skaters that all known each other for a long time and I started going there right after high school when it opened, when I was going into college. And I met all those dudes in, like, 2007. And those are the dudes that I skate with now all the time. Sick. Like, I met all my friends that, like, guys that were in my wedding party and guys that, like, I just can talk to about, like, anything, just, like, on any kind of level, you know what I mean? Like, I met them all, like when I was like 18 I didn't I'm like except for like my one friend that I grew up skating with you know like so like that place really like made me be like kind of who I am now without sounding super cheesy and lame <laughs> which I totally did and I, if you want to edit that out I don't think um, but the funny part is but, I completely yeah. agree dude you need yeah. those spots like when you're in a city like eggs in Boston people probably yeah. make friends there skaters edge the edge like I've made endless amount of like lifetime friends that are going to be there forever because it's just like you need those hot spots where people come from all over to meet and like do what you love and then you guys can just like you you have similar beliefs and ideas and just like everyone appreciates the art of skateboarding so that's like everyone's there so that's how you meet the people that love the same shit you love so it's corny but it's like a hundred percent true you know like all my friends are dudes that i've met you know out skating and we end up at a park or somewhere and you just know these people like it's, yeah. fun. it's the best part about skateboarding is that, what you're saying. 
Yeah. Yeah. I like, I just owed a lot to that place. And when it closed because of insurance and their landlord was super shitty, like when the roof collapsed, it was, they just, they, they just couldn't come back from it. And like, they were, it sucked too. Cause they were doing the best they ever had. Like yeah. as far as staying open. And so that was a huge bummer. It was like the first place to have an indoor wooden full pipe with like a capsule on it. Gnarly. <laughs> it was super sick. I mean, like we, we, we built it. Like, you know, we were there working late into the night and like I knew the owners and I worked for their landscaping company during the summers. Sick. And like, in, like in between like school and all that shit. And yeah, it was the best, man. Yeah, that's crucial, man. That's cool. That's the community right there. Skaters coming together, doing awesome shit. I, I've heard of the place, but I never went. I just heard stories. So yeah, so, sounds yeah. like it was epic. Yeah, I wonder about insurance and stuff like that. The Edge uh, was talking about insurance and how next year they might have to have everyone wear helmets, even if you're 18 and over, you know? So, which I was like, are you worried about that? They're like, it sucks, but I'm not worried because, you know, every park will have to do that, you know, like insurance wise like it's getting crazy expensive i guess yeah it's it's a lot and that place is so big i don't know if that factors into how it works but yeah they got a lot of a lot of square footage there Thirty thousand square feet yeah it's amazing though um that's why i like work really hard with those guys because i live 10 minutes from the skate park and like they yeah, you're always there yeah they sold me and me and my fiance our house and like carol and dave the people that own that park yep. um they're like my second family. They're so, they're so like awesome. They're just genuine people, you know? So I try to help them out as much as I can with like the park and see, just try to build hype and keep it going. Cause that place is so crucial in the winters. Like that's why I moved here. Cause yeah. of that place, like, I don't know what yeah. we do. I don't know what we do without it. There's not that many indoor parks anymore. <laughs> Dude, there's really not like there's three yeah. in New England. I mean, it's Rye, them, Rad. Yeah, red. Right. And I'm probably fucking up, but I don't think I am. I think that's it. Yeah, I don't know any other ones. As fu- dude, for a place that gets a shitload of snow and it gets dark early and it gets cold, we have three parks, indoor spots. Uh, I hope the Olympus gets people hyped on starting skate parks, <laughs> <laughs> indoor parks. <laughs> yeah, man, fuck. I know. It's, it's kind of nuts. But yeah, so that's why I like, that was half the reason why we started the New England Am was because I wanted to build an event that would help build community around that place because I really don't want that place to die um, because we all fucking need it, you know? So it's so cool that all the shops come and support it and all the brands and like, it's so, it's sick, man. I trip out on um, how many people love skateboarding right now and and are doing cool shit and you're one of them. Like, whether starting brands and hooking dudes up, like, I know it can sound corny and stuff, and even if it's on a small yeah. level, but when you when you start a brand and you get people involved, like an artist, and then you give dudes boards, like, those people love, like, I was a little kid that wanted to be a part of something like that, so for you to be doing that, it's huge, and it helps, you're, you're actually impacting skating, you're building hype, and you're just, it's like, we need more people to do that stuff, you know? And believe in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, I know. And it's a lot of fucking work, too. It is. Like, with, with what you're doing, like, we were talking before we started this, and, like, it's a lot, of, especially, like, you do most of it, like, on your own. Like, just balancing a lot of shit. And, like, I do the same thing, obviously, on, like, a smaller level, but, like, every marketing thing, every time I contact a shop, editing, they did the Anchor video last year. Like, I did all the editing on that, packing every order, shipping everything, cleaning up. Like, it's a fucking lot. And, like, then you have all the 
coordinating with all the shops for the big event and whatever goes into that, getting sponsors, making sure all the shit shows up on time. Yeah, it's a it's a labor of love. It's a labor of love, right? Yeah, it is, dude. I mean, like, you put a lot into it, a lot of, like, a lot of risk goes into it, just with, like, you know, stepping out and, like, trying to do your own thing and, like, people, you've probably heard, which is insane, like, people talk shit about some aspect of it and you're like, man, you're fucking mind, you fucking loser sitting on your couch doing nothing. Waiting for someone else to do something so that you can go to it. Yeah. To talk shit. Yeah. You know, it's like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, fuck yeah. you. You got to contribute to skateboarding in some way. That's like the mindset that people need to have is like, skating doesn't owe you anything, but you got to actually contribute to it and grow it. Like skateboarding, the skateboarders should be the ones building the industry and the contests and the events and doing it and creating it, not waiting for sponsors to come and do it or whatever. It's like, if all of us just start creating skateboarding and making it part of our lives and finding ways to monetize it, even if it's like, even if you find a way to like start a hardware brand and you can make enough money where you have one day off, one day off to work on skateboarding stuff and keep it growing and get more people involved, like that's awesome. Because I'm not, I know like in skating, it's weird because people, it's weird when you talk about business and skateboarding because skateboarding can yeah, because yeah. skateboarding came from just being in the streets and being anti-everything and whatever. Yeah. But, like, I really love that there are sponsorships and there's travel that comes with that and the videos and the art and the decks and the clothing and all the stuff that comes from the business side of it. Like, it costs money to create that stuff, you know? It's like yeah. – Exactly. So yeah. – <laughs> But I've, I feel like skating has matured to the point where, like, the skaters that have lived and loved it, can learn the business side and like do that and grow it and if we all do that like you're doing it out in connecticut i'm doing it here there's dudes over there if we all build these little these little like bubbles and hot pockets then more people are finding skateboarding and getting into it for awesome reasons and the community is just growing which is like we're all helping each other grow something we all love you know and yeah that's what you should be doing instead. There's like a lot of things where like people will just kind of sit back and be like i want to get sponsored and they just wait for that and it's like yeah like, I don't know. It's like, just do something like MC a contest or like, like just get involved, like draw something, start a little blog, like anything, like yeah, something you where you put energy into skating and share it with people is like the best idea ever. Yeah. And it's not even like everyone has to do something on their own. You can like get a, you can be a part of something that someone started and like just promote it on your own. Like, dude, this is sick. You should check this out. You should yeah. check out this website, this blog. Like my friend Dave and some guys up in Boston run that small talk. Yeah, that's sick. Like, that's super sick. They do like a lot of good like retro like VHS parts. They like talk about stuff. They just had a Mike Rustic interview. Yeah, it's so that's sick. Really yeah, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, like, I read it. All this, all this good shit that people are doing like that, where even if you don't start your own thing because you don't know how or you don't have anything to say, that's fine. But like, promote the shit that's around you that is supporting the shit that's around you rather than just kind of leech off of it. Yeah. And go to the fucking skate shop that's near your house. <laughs> or just order something. Like they, most of them have an online source where you can get shit from. Yeah. Like, I know Orchard does. I know a lot of the shops around here, they're working on trying to get stuff. Like, you can do it without having to go to, like, Skate Warehouse or some fucking, like, internet blowout website that just, like, you know, buys shit in bulk and sells it super cheap. Yeah, you want to put the money. You want to put the money into the hands of the people that are like building the skateboarding culture for the right reasons and loving it. The people that you look at and go, "Oh, that's awesome!" And the reason why it's awesome is because 
they like the same shit I do. Like you want to give them directly the money because then what are they going to do? They're going to put it back into more boards, more clothing, more videos, more travel, more skate life, you know, like culture. Yeah. And like, especially around here, all the good parks that get built, a lot of them start from the local shop getting to the town yep. or surrounding town or whatever it is to build that park. So if you want to give, because you can save fucking $9 on a pair of Adidas online, give them some <laughs> fucking wherever, it's like, okay, great. Now you don't have this super cool thing that you could have contributed to on even the smallest level. Yeah, like you give it, like you just goes, and it sucks. Like you talk about money and skating, and like you sound like you're trying to be like the next Donald Trump of skateboarding or something. <laughs> Trump, but, yeah, you know, Trump boards, <laughs> soon. but the best skateboards ever. But like you don't, like you just don't contribute to that, and then like you bitch about why it sucks. Yeah, like well, dude, you just take like whatever the bit that you could do to do your part, and you fucking put it away. Yeah. From, you know, from like from where it should be, you know, like these dudes that open these shops, they want to talk about risk. They want to talk about going out on a fucking limb, dude. Skate shops don't make money. No. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. So, like, dudes, it's a lifestyle because when you open a skate shop, people, there are people that open skate shops and they're under the illusion that they're going to make tons of money. They're like, you know what? Skateboarding is as popular as ever. I'm just going to start shopping. The money's going to pour in. And then they get into it and they're like, wait, like, no, it's not happening that way. I got to throw events. I got to do all this work. It's a lifestyle. Like you get a skate shop knowing that you're going to make enough money to sustain your lifestyle. You're not going to like, you're going to have to be living in the trenches, like skating, yeah. building up community, throwing events, starting the videos, building the hype. Like it, you got to like, that's what it is. You know, that's what it is. A skate shop is so crucial because it builds the community on the grassroots, you know, level. Literally, that's what it does. That's what Solstice did for me. Like, they brought skateboard teams in. They put out videos. They did. They created a skate world that they accepted me into, you know? So it's so yeah. crucial. People yeah. think it's a get-rich scheme. It's like, no, you better love it if you're going to be in business with skating. Like, you have to love it because you're going to have yeah. to work more than you fucking ever have, really. Yep, yeah. And, it, like, you can, I, can, I see people get burnt out on it, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like yeah. Dude, how many shops come and go all the time? Oh, I see it yeah. all the time. Yeah, and it's going back to Solstice. I just met Jay. Nice. In like September, just happened to be at this same ramp at this guy's house, and like you want to talk about a dude that loves skating and like really gets it and is really trying to make it work. You know, he's a good example of that. He's been doing it for 19 years, I believe. Solstice is on its 19th year. Holy shit! Yeah, crazy. Yeah. That place is amazing. Yeah, it's Solstice. Without that place, I wouldn't be where I am with skating. I wouldn't have, like, a, the appreciation for skating because those guys were, like, they were not elitist. They didn't talk too – they talked shit but not too much shit. They, like, you know, they let yeah. me come in and talk some shit with them. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, shops are the, shops are the key, man. And I, and I don't want to scare people off from starting shops because I really believe that if you start a shop and you're investing all your energy into it, any retail small business thing – if you live it and love it, then you can do it and you can grow and you might be able to make some money. Like if you have some business savvy and like you can figure out ways to monetize and make some money and sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down, but like you get to be involved. Like there's people working just like shitty jobs, digging trenches, you know, I bet they would, okay. they'd rather own a small business where they're at least enjoy what they're doing, you know? Yeah. It takes a lot to like take that first step out of like the box of what everyone else is doing. Like I kind of did that. Like I... Went to high school, 
went to college, got a job. Nice. You know, like everybody else does. And it was one of those things where I looked at it and I was like, fuck, dude, I could be that like 50 year old guy with like a job I hate and like kids that drive me nuts and all this other shit. You know what I mean? And like maybe to a degree, I'll kind of be there, but like I'll always have this thing. I'll always have skating. I'll always have this like, you know, little company on the side. Like it can never die. It's just in my house. Like I don't have overhead. I don't have employees. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't matter. It could go forever. Nice. You no, know? and like, something passionate about and you can like teach that when you get older and you know you can like really do something with yourself where you don't just come home from work every day and sit down on the fucking couch and watch tv until you go to sleep you know what i mean yeah and like it's i don't know it's something just different to do and not get stagnant you know and like try to keep something positive and you get all shitty and no one wants to be around you anymore <laughs> yeah that's a nightmare man i know some people are trapped in that that cycle of just not doing what they love and just it sucks when people get told how to live and they follow it and they believe it because they're scared and then they end up in this situation like what the fuck am i doing and they just shoot up them all they're like what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) shit happens dude it gets weird but it's like you know people just they have this thing that's it's familiar and it's comfortable and they don't you're afraid to step out of it and i get it like you know i do anchor shit on decide after i work nine hours with an hour and a half round trip commute plus i gotta sleep plus i gotta spend time with my wife plus i got family shit so it's like i have these little slivers and these little slices where i have to try and just fit it in and make it work the best i can but like it's just it's way better than anything else i'd rather do yeah and obviously try to go fucking skate at some point (laughs) yeah i know that's the part that's the most important that's how i feel too when I feel like I'm better at everything when I actually get a skate, you know? It's like whenever things are going bad and, like, things aren't going the way I want, I'm like, I just need to go skate. Because once I go skate, I'm going to feel better. I'm going to come back, look at everything. It's not going to be as bad as I thought it is, and we're going to move forward, you know? But but getting yeah. that free time to skate is the hardest part. Like, you have to fight for it, you know what I mean? Like, because as you get older, all the responsibilities and shit pulling you so many different ways. And I, I appreciate That's why I look at dudes that are, like, in their 40s and 50s and they're still shredding i'm like thank god like thank god they didn't grow the fuck up like they just kept they kept playing and they just made time in their life to keep skateboarding in their life because i know way too many people that outgrow skateboarding and that makes me so fucking sad because you it's just bullshit you know it's like no you got to fight for that shit especially as you get older when you're young they're gonna let you skate all day but yeah what'd you go to college for uh business nice so yeah so it worked out Gives you a little introduction to it prior to starting a brand and all that. Yep, yeah, but it was good for getting a regular job and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. Yeah, it definitely it helped a lot. It was like it was good for me. Like I don't think it's for everybody. Like everyone should just go to college because that's like what you're supposed to do after school, after high school. But if you think it's good for you to kind of do what you want, go for it. But everyone's kind of going to college now. Like all these kids that are like 17, 18, whatever. Yeah. So you know, all of the other jobs that are, like, in the trades and, like, welding and fucking whatever, like, it's going to be, like, sought after. People are going to want it. It's going to be the jobs where you can, like, name your own price because it's so, it's so needed. Yeah. Like, electricians and plumbers and all that shit. Yeah, a couple of my homies, uh, Brian Ferrazzi, he owns his own electrical, like, he's an electrician, he owns his own brand. Um, Billy Drown, who writes for All I Need, he he's uh, going to school for electrical and... Yeah. My my other homie does plumbing. It's pretty sick. 
That's good. That's good to have too. When shit goes wrong at your house. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, Billy already came over and fixed my plugs for me because shit went haywire. He came over, fixed my plugs. I gave him some skateboard product. It was a nice transaction. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was awesome. Um, cool, man. I think we covered it all, really. Yeah. We did the anchor. We did hunting season. We did. We covered it all. We got the Olympics. We threw in Cardiel in there for a little bit. That got me hyped. Um, if people want to check out um, either brand, what are the social media sites you're on? And give them a plug, uh, please. Instagram's the main one at Anchor Hardware, and then at Hunting Season Skate Co. Nice. Yep. And it's and then in, all links from there. And it's all Instagram. You said. Yeah, Instagram, and then there's the Facebook, um, which is, I think it's just facebook.com slash Anchor Hardware, but it's honestly just all the Instagram shit. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Cool. Um, Fuck yeah, thank you. Dude, thank you, Anthony. This was cool. Last thing before we go, I'd just like to thank World Industries for sponsoring the show. Uh, Check out worldindustries.com. Tons of cool stuff up there. Also, I'd like to thank All I Need Skateboarding. You can check out allineedskate.com. We just updated the online store. We got our new gum pad um, in black and khaki. Really hyped on that. And uh, it's getting cold out there. So we put up our our Grandison beanie in gray and black, two colors. Um, Top-notch quality stuff. So uh, check all that out at allineedskate.com. And uh, thank you to you motherfuckers. For being part of this uh, the ship that we're on, this this show, um, I'm hyped to be part of it with you. Uh, you guys are you're along for the ride, and I guess we all are. Thanks.